Tēnā tātou. Welcome to the blog post from the 16th of April 2020. Change is the only constant, adapt or die. That's quite intense. <laughs> but boy, has our world changed a lot in the last month and it's still changing. What's happening now with lockdowns and isolations is just the catalyst for it. You know, like we ain't seen nothing yet. And whatever your stance on COVID, the conditions in our environment are forcing us to adapt and anything that doesn't will die, metaphorically speaking. Because any action we take, any behavior, any expression of ours is a reflection of the formless internal goings on within our minds, souls and bodies. And generally speaking, I um, have to make a generalization, generalization. Hekamā, uh, we're living he there's an abundance of opportunities in my hands, or what's possible is within my grasp. So generally speaking, we're living that, he we're innovating and reimagining new ways to do what we've always done, or reevaluating what's important, what's worth our energy and attention versus what's not. And then hopefully, I didn't include this, but hopefully uh, we're making the uh, changes accordingly or as necessary or not. But that's the natural order of things. And we covered this in the last blog post as well. Uh, we adapt or something in us or about us dies in one way or another. And so it should. Only then can something new grow in its place. Would you plant fresh new vegetables in the mata in the garden if it were still riddled with weeds which would compete with your new plants for nutrients, space and other resources? If you want your kai to have the best chance of growing and therefore sustaining and nourishing you and your whānau, then probably not. And reflect now on the mata that is your mind. What's the state of it? How have you organised it in there? Your thoughts, your fears, dreams and beliefs... Do you tend to them and weed through them frequently to mitigate obstacles that might get in your way? Do you experiment with different techniques to cultivate different thoughts that you've planted in there? Take a second. We got time. <laughs> the potential for whatever those seeds of thought grow into is activated in isolation. Just like the vegetable seeds we sow in our mara, they come to life in the darkness and confinement deep within the earth. Fire Christine Kane said it well. Sometimes when you're in a dark place, you think you've been buried, but you've actually been planted. So how will you ensure your seeds of thought and of kai will grow well and therefore sustain you to be able to adapt and thrive as you need? Tēnā tato, hana. Oh, I really enjoyed that one. Another kind of short and cute. <laughs> I like the one from a few weeks ago. Um, but also leaning into the fact that I've started to prepare my garden, my mara. And the other day I went to check on it because I'm still waiting for some plants to arrive. Um, and weeds had started to grow. And I was like, okay, well, geez, haven't been out here in a while. And I started picking away. And one of the main reasons why I have set it up is because of the of the parallels and the correlations and the metaphors that are applicable to gardening um, like literally um, are also applicable to the mental and the internal work that we do and that's um, you know that's my jam and so if I want to understand the mind better and um, understand myself better and also how I can use these insights to help others or to provide that kai for others to pick and choose from 
then working the working the mara, working the land, uh, will help me to do that. Not to mention all the other benefits that come from it. Um, our tupuna being um, agriculturalists. Hope I said that well. Um, but you know they work the land, and that was their main. Um, activity that they used to keep busy um, so tapping into that whakapapa in action um, the rewards that come from good mahi so if I do my job well uh, and I tend to it and I look out for the signs and the taiao and the environment um, then the result will be that we get kai that we get to eat and ah oh, that's my goal, is to be fully self-sustaining and eating kai from, from my own mara. Like that's one of my goals uh, for this year. So um, leaning into that, even though there's nothing in there at the moment. <laughs> um, but a very cool comment was made uh, when I shared this about, uh, let me just find it. But it was about how a lot of the kai that our tupuna used to eat back in the day are now considered common weeds. And an alternative perception or alternative way of seeing things is that your perception of a weed is what can change it from being a hindrance to being helpful. And I thought that was so on point, right? Like, so I could have been pulling up weeds not knowing that it's actually a herb or it's um, got awesome flavor or some nutrients. And I'm just, but my perception of it is that it's a weed and it'll be competing for the nutrients, the energy, the space um, with these other plants that I'm getting in. And so that really opened my eyes. I was like, oh, crap, that's right. <laughs> um, and so our perception, of course, I think it was in one of the previous posts, like it's all about mindset. Um, but so um, understanding the perception we have and how it may be faulty, especially when it comes to kai, um, and especially if we're trying to live as our tupuna did or as close to it as we can and definitely eating the foods that they ate will be of benefit um, but if you think they're weeds and you're just going to pull them out then that's no good so definitely um, enjoyed having that um, it wasn't even a challenge it was just an expansion of that whakaro um, of how we work the mara how we work uh, the land and developing that deeper understanding of what might grow or you know what might be kai and what what might be in a, a weed that we cannot <laughs> or should not eat you know so I, I still have a lot to learn and that was quite humbling for me um, but keen to hear your thoughts on this post probably one of the ones that I've enjoyed the most recently because you may have noticed that they're quite similar and they're being confined and being limited um, your thinking easily becomes about the environment you're in. And so it's been, um, I don't know, I think this one kind of branched out compared to the last few. Uh, so I was happy with that because <laughs> I hate feeling like I'm just repeating myself and I'm sure you don't really enjoy that too. But keen to hear your whakaro, please send it through um, on all the different channels, whatever way. I'll be glad to hear it and glad to have, happy to have some whānanga with you about it or about anything really. And before I waffle on, better wrap it up. So thank you uh, for tuning in. Share your whakaro as you can and I'll catch you on the next one. Hey kōna.